Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. The Hitting the Turnbuckle Podcast. First come back. Give me a hell yeah. Welcome everybody back to another Hitting the Turnbuckle Podcast. I am your host, Adam Cousins. I've literally just jumped off a podcast with the wonderful Sean Oliver, who was an absolute fantastic guest. If you like your kayfabe commentaries, if you're interested to find out about his book or about the clip this podcast, Watch that show and also watch this show right now. We are talking all things, well, SmackDown and the SummerSlam prediction show with my good friend, my co-host, whatever you want to call him, the man of many gimmicks, Dave Robinson. How are you, my man? Let me talk to you. Oh, for God's sake, he's got one for this now. I'm good, Stop. mate. How are you? I hadn't coughed all podcasts and you've done one thing. <laughs> Set you off. <laughs> now I'm finished with the whole show. Um, let's t- let's talk to you about uh, let's let's just cover off SmackDown um, fairly briefly and, and fairly quickly. Um, it look it was the go home. It was pretty much what it was going to do. I was surprised that they had Jay and uh, Solo actually having a one on one at the end of the show. So we'll talk. We'll just jump straight into the end of it. Um, Jay beat Solo. Um, yeah. uh, second loss. So Cody, I think, was the first one to beat him. Jay was the second. Um, yeah, I think SmackDown just done its job as run of the mill, go home SmackDown. Yeah, it was okay. There was a few decent video packages in, mm-hmm. um, just to hype up the matches for for tonight. Essentially, um, it, it was probably a better show than Raw, but that's at the same time there wasn't a great deal to shout about. Yeah. Um. It, it it was just it was just decent, really. A, a solid seven out of ten, six and a half, yeah. seven out of ten. It was nothing to complain about, but it was nothing to get overly excited about. I think that is fairly deliberate, though, because obviously they want SummerSlam to be the thing that everybody's talking about, not SmackDown. True, and you're very right. There is one thing that I do want to quickly discuss with you about what happened on SmackDown because I called it back in April. I sat here, we had a podcast of Andy, who was doing a Raw review at the time, I believe. And I said that my belief was that come SummerSlam, the Street Profits would be turning hill. Now, yep. although the crowd reaction didn't necessarily say that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Turned. We've yeah. joined Bobby Lashley yeah. and formed potentially, look, is it her business? Who knows? That for me was the most important thing that happened on SmackDown beyond everything else. Yeah, absolutely. I said nothing too significant. That is significant, to be fair. Uh, that was that was something that we've seen the little backstage uh, meetups, and the last one we saw was the uh, encouraging uh, suit. Yeah, the, the, to wear so not so much uh, Montez, uh, but yeah. So he they were suited and booted, dressed to the nines. They looked great. They come out. They did a number on both um, the OC and. Uh, Butch and Ridge, was it? Yeah, they're both. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, they're kind of back. Lashley is very much with them. He came out onto the stage with them uh, in the aftermath of that. So, interesting. Is it the Hurt Business too? Is it a new faction? Are there going to be any others added to it? Uh, time will tell. Will they appear at SummerSlam now that they're um, announced themselves on the scene? So, yeah, that was that was good. Do you think they come on SummerSlam? Do they set up something there? I think maybe. I, th- I think I think there's the potential. The only thing that would go against them is that I was reading that the reason Becky Lynch and uh, Trish Stratus aren't on SummerSlam is a time thing, and they want to give it the adequate time necessary to, to blow off the feud, and SummerSlam would have been a bit tight. So perhaps um, doing this on SmackDown was, was because of the timing issues come Saturday, tonight. So, but but at the same time, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if they made um made an appearance perhaps during the battle royal or following the battle royal, you know, because there's going to be a lot of guys out there. So, yeah, certainly wouldn't be surprised if we see them. But yeah, they're obviously a unit now, and um, yeah, time will tell uh, what that means. I would hope that means that Lashley at least gets elevated right to the very top, and Montez isn't far behind him. Um, you know, which leads to a whole host of fun matches uh, in the future, getting way ahead of ourselves. But 
but yeah i like that little trio yeah definitely so so there's a bit of news so to be honest we're not going to touch on smackdown anymore uh it, it was what it was it done its job Shotzi returned she had a skinhead near enough a bit like me at the moment where i haven't shaved in a couple of days um she yeah she come back and done she would come back and chase bailey away <clears throat> but there really wasn't anything else um of note really that happened um uh, la knight picked up a win against sheamus yeah um, there was a, a bit of an inter- interference wasn't there and hijinks but he did pick yeah. up the fairly clean victory with his finisher it's you know, sloppy though in the middle of that did you see the uh top rope bit yeah 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 i don't like it when People are on verges of these big pushes. And listen, it may have just been they were really the ropes are wet and sweat. We have it, we've had it on the show where they've said like people have baby oil when it gets onto the ropes and it just, you know, really yeah. um makes them makes their ropes get extra slippier. So um there was a bit of news that I just shared to the group not so long ago. Um commentary on Raw and SmackDown is changing uh, as of Monday. Wade Barrett and Michael Cole are now going over to Raw. Uh, and SmackDown will be led by Michael Cole, Corey Graves, and Kevin Patrick, uh, who were basically the Raw, the Raw commentators. Pretty much. So they just added Michael Cole as the third man. There was a lot of people saying that the Raw commentary just wasn't working with, with Ke- uh, Corey Graves and, and, and Kevin Patrick. So is this a case of we're bringing the two main guys, Wade and, and Michael, to, the, to Raw, and then Michael Cole is going to be the teacher for Kevin and maybe not necessarily Corey Graves. Corey Graves is good enough to do on his own, but maybe for the Kevin Patrick to to sort of nurture him forward. Yeah, um, there's moments on Raw when I think that they're actually doing quite a decent job, and they have a little bit of that, and it's a, it's a little bit different compared to what you're accustomed with with WWE yeah. commentary. But there are other time, and with it being a three hour show as well. You know, that's a long time to sit there calling a card. So maybe the two-hour show would be better suited to them. And yeah. maybe the hope is that Michael Cole sits in with Kevin Patrick because, as you say, Corey doesn't really need much help. No. Um, he's He's been doing it a long time and he's pretty good at it. Uh, Kevin is someone that they're high on. And as I say, he's got, he has got potential. So hopefully Michael Cole will, at some point, hand over the reins fully. And we get that two-man commentary team on SmackDown. And that's kind of the long-term strategy. And and Michael Cole, obviously, Wade Barrett has been phenomenal on yes. Raw. And he, he really will be missed on SmackDown. But that should really help out Raw as well. So I think I think that's the case. Is it last chance for Kevin, though, if, if things don't go well? Um Perhaps, you know, the, there's been a lot of different changes on the Raw, co- well, in WWE commentary in general over the past few years. We've had, uh, was it Mike Adamley? Was it going back? Oh, and geez, then we had, yeah, Mike Adamley. Oh, my. We had um, the guy off, um, oh, the, the MMA guy. Yeah, I can't remember his name, but yeah, I know who you mean. He was yeah. One, wasn't he? Yeah, and we, we've had, uh, obviously, um, oh, who's the football player? Um the uh, wrestled at WrestleMania. Oh, Tarts and Neil. No, no, McAfee. McAfee, yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, I'm not great on the spot thinking of names. Um, uh, but yeah, Pat McAfee, obviously. Um, the, yeah. uh, who obviously left and he went on to to do other things. He comes back now and again. A shit ton of money. Yeah, yeah, which <laughs> fair enough. But yeah, I, I think the long term hope is that Corey Graves and Kevin Patrick can do a good job on the two hour show. Wade Barrett continue on the on Raw. Interesting, like Michael Cole has said recently that he doesn't foresee him doing it for, you know, at some point he will retire to spend more time at home. Um, so yeah, maybe the hope is, is that this Kevin. Part pa- of it, then, do you think? Is this is this kind well, of his but... retirement sort of like a I'm leaving on Z day? Not necessarily, not that like not like you know, the, this could be like a two or three year fit. Yeah. So he might have gone to Vince said, right, in three years' time I'm gone. So is this kind of his retirement? Kind of, you know, when you leave work, you do a handover. Yeah, yeah. I mean, is this that kind of a longer version of that? Yeah, could well be, and get every ounce out of him, every squeeze, every drip out of him in terms of expertise, his experience. Um, he's a great commentator. I know I have a laugh and a joke with Andy Coyle, and he's number one of all time. And my problem with with 
Cole as being called the number one of all time is really it was Vince in his ear for a lot of it. Yeah. And Michael Cole was more of a mouthpiece. Not so much these days. Um and and he and and he is a, a great at what he does and he wouldn't have done it for for as long as he has if he wasn't. Um so yeah you like to think now they'll really get the benefit of Cole on both shows um and then ultimately pass on then and hopefully the guy they they've got to be hoping that Kevin Patrick he's a young guy that he'll be with them long term. They've yeah. lost a lot of commentators over the years as well. And you've only got to look at the impact commentary team to, to yeah. see that. Um, so, yeah, they won't want to spend so much time in someone in Kevin Patrick for him to then uh, not pan out. So, yeah, I think this is trying to ensure the long-term um, success of Kevin Patrick as a commentator. I, I like Kevin Patrick. I think he's pretty good. So, yeah, it's just, uh, yes, he's just literally doing that. So, Excuse me. Let's move on. SummerSlam, one of the biggest pay-per-views of the year. It, well, one of the big four. It, it, it literally is that. Um, the first match I've got written down is uh, the Battle Royal. We don't know. This is a hard one to predict for various different reasons. One of the reasons it's so hard to predict is we don't know who the, all, all the participants are. Yeah. So we can only go by what we know from SmackDown. Um and fire away, Dave. What 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 do you think? Who do you think is going to come out of it? How excited are you for it? And are we going to see any surprises? Well, there were nine nine superstars on the screen when LA Knight was talking about the match at the start of SmackDown, and right. those included AJ Styles, Grayson Waller, Sheamus. Um, could Lashley be entering this? You know, we've just seen him reappear on SmackDown. Karrion uh, Cross is in it, right? Karrion Cross is in there, yeah. Obviously, Lashley won the Andre Battle Royal on the SmackDown before WrestleMania. Uh, you would think, not necessarily many going to happen, that they will put LA Knight in the position here to win this. I'm just struggling to see what the winner of the Battle Royal gains from it, other than A the winner Jim. of the SummerSlam. Pardon? Slim Jim, probably. Yeah, I mean... You- why? Um, he, he couldn't at least receive a, a US title shot. Um, and may, maybe they could kind of play into that, you know. Um, I won the Battle Royal, I'm, I won a title shot, that type of thing. Um, so I am going to go with the obvious choice to a degree. And I'm going to go with LA Knight for the Battle Royal. No, I'm going to concur with you on that. Um, just because, they, again, it's so difficult to predict when you don't know who's going to be in it. Um, yeah. I'm also expecting perhaps a return of Colio. Uh, yeah, that that would be great. That'd be a great moment because it's been rumored for a while that yeah. he's been pretty much ready to go, and he was scheduled for one show, but due to timing issues, they yeah. decided to hold back. Um, we haven't had confirmation that he's re-signed. I don't think, um, no. but it's just heavily rumored. So, yeah. and obviously, it was a, a great show in a, a backlash, wasn't it? Yeah. So. That would be that would be interesting, but I, I, still, even if Carlito did appear, I wouldn't expect that he would win it. No. Um, I think it would be either returning Lashley, perhaps, um, in terms of returning to the ring, or LA Knight. So I'm gonna as as I don't know if Lashley's even in it, I'm gonna go with yeah LA Knight. Yep, yeah, I'm gonna agree on that one. Um, excitement rating for that. To be honest, it's hard to put an excitement rating on it when you don't know every, the people that are in it. Yeah, I'll say I'll go with a seven. Yeah, I mean, again, I will concur on that because I yeah. can't give you a, a real excitement rating without knowing everything. Like, I'm not saying yeah. knowing it. I mean, you know, I mean, we don't know who's going to win, but we'd like to yeah. at least know the participants, but we don't. We're just... Yeah. So anyway, um, Logan Paul, Ricochet. That's the match that's going to start the show. What are your thoughts on that one? What Are you looking forward to it? Is this a match that you can see still in the show? Who do you think is going over? And what's your excitement rating? I'm I'm looking forward to it. Incitement ratings are nine out of ten. Um, I, I think they're going to have a great match. I I like a lot of different styles, and uh, and we talk about it at times yeah. when we talk about AEW about be the a buffet of wrestling, a smorgasbord, if you like, of, of different styles and match types. So Ricochet Logan Paul really is a match that I definitely want to see, and I'm glad it's taking place on SummerSlam. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of highlight. They've already, you know, created some highlights um, from their previous meetings yeah. in both Money in the Bank uh, and at the Royal Rumble. 
So I, I think they'll be adding to that collection at SummerSlam. Um, I think this is finally the time, because Logan Paul has been in a lot of featured matches and big matches, but he hasn't won many. Uh, I know he beat The Miz, um, but when he's gone against up against Rollins and Reigns and others, he's he's come up short. So I fully expect Logan to pick up the win here. I don't think that majorly hurts Ricochet because I don't think WWE see him as somebody that's going to be going for their top championships. I think he's kind of upper mid-card or mid-card to upper mid-card, yeah. um, whereas Logan Paul is somebody I think one day could hold a, a WWE either the world title or the universal title down the line. So I think this is a big win here for Logan Paul and excitement rating is a nine out of 10. Yeah. I'm going to give it an eight out of 10. I am stoked for this. I I said when even when this was even rumored to be announced that this would be a show stealer. Um, Listen, Logan Paul's got everyone he's got in the room. If he hasn't had many matches in WWE, but he's hit the ball out of the park in every single one of them to put him in the ring with someone who, there's a similar style to it, but as you'll rightfully say, there's elements here. Logan's got, he's still got a bit of strength about him. He's still going to be bigger than Ricochet and stronger than Ricochet. Ricochet will be quicker than Logan. There's no doubt about that. But when you mix those styles together and the fact that Logan takes it so seriously, and I hate to say that because I don't like the um, but he does. But hopefully, um, I agree, Logan's going over. Uh, excitement rating, uh, 8 out of 10. And then he'll get on an aeroplane, he will land in Dallas or wherever it is, and he'll watch his brother get knocked the fuck out by Nate Diaz uh, afterwards. And hope and then if Swear Jar. Yeah, swear <laughs> jar, yeah. And he'll be he'll be picking it, he'll be picking him up off the canvas. So that's that's yeah, he's got a busy night, hasn't he? Yeah, that's what I hope happens. That's probably where he's going on first, then. Yes, that's exactly the reason. So they yeah, can get him back, so he can he can get to uh watch his brother get knocked out. Um if if the fight's not fixed. They put his mm. most more curse more choreographed in WWE, that is. Uh, anyway, anyway, don't Light bump. <laughs> <laughs> don't get me started on that. Um, speaking of MMA, the next match MMA rules Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey. Yeah, so this, in terms of the, the turn from Shayna, uh, Money in the Bank kind of came out of nowhere. It yeah. wasn't Money in the Bank, one. it was in the yeah, middle of the title one. match. Um, but I think long term it was always the plan to have these two go up against each other. But I think Shayna's exit from the company for whatever reason, perhaps because of a fight with Holly Holm, going back to UFC, doing something as part of this new partnership and this ownership of WWE alongside the UFC is probably um the biggest reason. Um I fully expect here. Uh, Ronda to do a friend a little favor and 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 help out Shayna on her way out by laying down on the mat for three seconds and letting Shayna win. Is that I how think. it's going to be though? Is it MMA rules? Oh, sorry, yeah, it's not going to be. So, do we know? Is it is it knockout or Again, submission? We're in the unknown here. Unfortunately, they've not oh, announced the rules. The rules. Yeah, so it's yeah, I would say it's going to be KO or or, or forfeits of submission. So. Yeah, you would like to think here if Shayna's sticking around, and and uh, Ronda's not, that Shayna's the one that gets a hand raised in victory. Yeah, I'm intrigued by this match, perhaps more than I thought I would be. Um, yes, I'm I'm an eight out of ten, particularly because they're doing the uh, MMA type as well, and how yeah. they can how how they produce that. We have seen we have seen like a this fight type pit. of match before. Yeah, in WWE, haven't we? So, yeah, NXT done the fight pit with Thatcher and uh, Riddle, which was really good. Yeah. Oh, has it not been a match on the main roster as well? Probably. I, yeah. I um, can't remember, but they probably... Yeah, I can't remember who it was, but I'm, I'm pretty sure there was there was kind of a... Yeah, this a, a similar type of thing. But yeah, I am intrigued by this. I'm looking forward to it. It's an 8 out of 10 for me, um, but Shayna ultimately is my winner. Yeah, I agree with the winner. Um, I'm actually 8.5. I, I, I'd had no, zero interest in this until Monday. Yeah. The video package, the announcement of MMA rules, it got me, it got me, it got me. It's probably the only thing that happened on Raw, wasn't it, of, of any note? Oh, yeah, really. definitely. Yeah. That, that, that video, the video packages of those two to get. That, for me, like, Ronda Rousey on the mic is, is useless. Ronda Rousey doing the UFC-style promo i could watch all day shame of shame can't stand her on the mic but you put her doing one of those sort of combat sport sit down packages 
It, it I actually got... quite like Shayna on the mic, but but Ronda, I get what you're saying. She's much better. Maybe they should have done more of that in the past, and that would have solved a bit of a problem for them. But mm. you know, historically, this is wrestling, and, and the promos are done in the ring. Yeah. Um, and she has faltered a little. Um, but yeah, in terms of this match, I think this should be decent. Oh yeah, it's going to be a lot better now. I mean, yeah. like you know, as I say, we don't know the ins and outs of it. We're only sub- we're only guessing. It's knockout and, and submission at this at this stage. But yeah, LA rules, right? And maybe there's a scorecard. Yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe Dana, maybe Dana White's going to be there. UFC, yeah. I don't know. UFC have yeah. a show. I don't know. Yeah, it'd be interesting um, what they do with the ring as well. I, I I didn't see the NXT one, so I'm not sure what they did with that. With yeah. the fire pit, they had like a. It was like a, a cage without a roof. Yeah, uh, you'd have. I, I'd send. I'll send you afterwards. I can't really explain it. It was. It was. It was unique. It had like a. It did have like a a ring bit, and then it had like another section. Yeah, uh, and around it as well. So because I'm sure there's one point really jumped off the the second section onto Timothy Thatcher at the time. So it was gotcha. interesting. But that doesn't mean so they're going to do this. I mean that was called the fight pit. This is MMA rules. So. Okay. It opens up to interpretation. But uh, yeah, more interested after Monday. Before then, I had no interest. Now I've got now I've got big interest in it. And I'm looking forward to seeing how they do it. I'm expecting Ronda, as you say, to do the good thing on the way out, to put a friend over um, and to give Shayna the rub. And so can Shayna go on and do whatever's next for her. And Ronda could probably end up getting knocked back out in UFC again because she was always overhyped, in my opinion, in, in the UFC. So, anyway. What I would like for Shayna is for her to win here, but then perhaps we don't see her for a few weeks mm. and she come back as the killer she was in yes. NXT. That's yeah. what I would like. Just give her a couple of weeks and then bring her back and, and yeah, really kind of go with, go all in on her, essentially, as to what they did, which made her so popular in NXT. Yeah, I agree. That's what they need to do with her. Um, the next match, I'm really disappointed in that. I was expecting stipulation. I never got it. Uh, it's Cody Brock free. Look, every week, Cody's come out. The following week, Lesnar's come back. They've had a fight. Then Cody's come out and spoke. The following week, Lesnar's come back and fight. Cody spoke. Lesnar's come back. It is getting like a broken record. I can't wait... <laughs> For this, I have no interest. I've got zero. I don't even care who wins. I'm pretty sure Cody's going over. Uh, I'm, I could I could not care less about this match. I don't know what, you, what your feelings are about it. Um, I think they've been limited here by the just the type of contract with Brock's on and mm. the fact that he's a certain appearances. Uh, I think feuds like this in the past, we'd have a lot going on kind of away from the arena as such. You know, I'm not necessarily talking about like the home break-ins and, and those type of things they've done. Um, but I, I think they they just haven't really, other than what's happened in the ring and in the entranceway, there hasn't really been much to talk about. Um, I know they did the bit down the side of the ring in front of yeah. Cody's mom in Georgia. Um, yeah, it, it's all been very... Yeah, it could have been a lot better. It, it's the it's the potential as well that is frustrating because it could have actually been really good. I still think it's going to be okay. My excitement level is probably a six. Um, I think Cody has got to win this. I think if he doesn't, I think that put, uh, casts a bit of a dark cloud over his future. Um, I, I think I think you can you can you can absorb the one loss and the way they did it against Brock and Brock's Brock. So, uh, you know, a lot of people have lost to Brock Lesnar and, and had perfectly good careers and become champions. But I think given Cody's story and what happened at WrestleMania and what we expect to build to next year's WrestleMania, uh, I think if Cody loses here, then they might be going in a different direction. In saying that, I'm going to stick with Cody for the win. And as I say, I'm a six, six out of 10 for the excitement level. Yeah, look, Cody's going over. Um, I've got no excitement at all. It'll be an okay. It'll be a standard Brock Lesnar match that we've seen. Won't last massively. Won't go too long. I don't think. What stipulation would you have gone with? Had if um, well, if no, they were talking you. about an old school stipulation. So I was thinking maybe ball rope or belt yeah. belt match or ball rope or uh, you know, like just an old school sort of what you would imagine Dusty doing. And do you think Brock's just 
kind of said no to that or do you th- has he got that much power to say I'm not doing this type of match or I mean it was only stuff that was rumored I mean it wasn't yeah. it wasn't necessarily set in stone it was just as soon as they had the second match the first thing they come out with was they're going to have a third match and it's going to have a stipulation and it's yeah. it's a stipulation that you hadn't seen in a while those were the words that was now unless they announce it on the night and they're more than they're more than capable of doing and putting something yeah. out there, and it happens that night. But yeah, I was expecting, like as I said, bull rope or, uh, was my. Is yeah. that? Do you think with WWE? It's a bit of a um, tangent, but with WWE, with the network, do you think because they know they're going to get a certain amount of guaranteed people watching it, that there's there's less focus on that pay per view market and trying to sell a show? Um, it seems a bit crazy to say because you think you'd want to the most eyes on it and make the most money as possible. But I just think with the network, they know they've got a nucleus of fans that are going to watch it regardless of what the card is. Yeah, I mean, they've got 1.3 million subscribers paying a minimum of 9.99 a month. What's that? 10, 10 million, 12, 10, 12 million people? A lot of million. Including, including me, uh, that you yeah. know, pay the money every month to... Same. So, so yeah, including yourself. Um, so look, I mean... I. There isn't a big market. I mean, for for an, switching gears, an AEW is a big market because they haven't got the streaming. So yeah. they need to have these. Impact Wrestling had done, I think they'd done 200% more viewers for their last pay-per-view than the, than the one the last year before. Yeah. They've re- I mean, and listen, we're not talking massive numbers whatsoever, but for them, that's that, that's huge. And, yeah. and congratulations to them for doing that, by the way. And, you know, and, so for WWE, I, I don't think they really care so much. I think that's why, like, if The Rock would say, for example, The Rock comes back tonight and it hasn't been hyped, it doesn't need to be. Yeah, that's that was my point, really. You don't, because, as you say, they've got a nucleus, 1.3 million subscribers that will watch it, might not watch it live, watch it when they get up in the morning, like I will. Um, you know, over here, anyway, if you're in America, you watch it live, 8 o'clock at night. I mean, if it was 8 o'clock at night, over here, we'd watch it live. You know, it's, it, you know, it's yeah. when we get money in the bank at eight o'clock or when we get all in at six o'clock, it's actually, you know, when it goes on it, yeah. you know, we're going to win in life. So, no, I, I don't think they care about it. I don't, I don't think they care, care anymore because it's just not, it's just not a real market for them now. Yeah. I mean, the, the network is, has been phenomenal, isn't it? And yeah. it was a real kind of early trendsetter in mm. terms of the world of streaming. So, yeah. you know, finger on the pulse as always from WWE. So yeah, I think that does change the attitude towards selling pay-per-views. Yeah, I mean it does, mate. I, I agree with you. Um, they could have sold the pay-per-view on the next match alone, which was Gunter and Drew. Oh, uh, yeah. This will be a great fight. You nailed it right on head. It's going to be a great fight. Um, I'm really excited for this. Eight, eight nine out of ten. Um, I don't want Drew, Drew to go over yet. Um, Gunter Gunter needs to um break the honky tonk match record 460 odd days as champion which he, yeah. which he does i think in october yeah 465 days i think the honky tonk yeah i think so um yeah I, i'm much the same i kind of wish that that wasn't in the background to be honest because I, i'd be it would be more of a toss-up as to who wins like the triple threat that we talk about a lot with sheamus at wrestlemania was awesome yeah. Um, I think we knew it was going to be good, but it was actually better than what we expected, which is great when that happens. Um, so with that in mind, the excitement level for this has got to be a 9 out of 10 because yeah. of what they've done previously. Unfortunately, I do think the result isn't it really in question and Gunther ultimately retains uh, and he will break that streak, which I want that streak to disappear now. I don't want to hear the honky-tonk man's name for a while. Um so uh, that's where I'm at with that one. It'd be interesting how they do it. Do they involve uh, Ludwig and uh, and do I they involve? So. Yeah, um, yeah. Be interesting to see the manner of victory. Um, but ultimately, I think Gunther retains. Yeah, Gunther retains for me. I've got an eight out of ten uh, as well. I, I am looking forward to it. Um, cool. to be honest, I'm really looking forward to it. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna. Should be a lot of chops. I'm maybe do a chop count. How many chops do you reckon? I'm going for twenty five over... chops. Yeah, I was going to say it's going to be over twenty. That's for sure. Um, and that'll just be from Gunter. Um, yeah, from Drew. Uh, yeah, there's going to be about thirty odd, I think, in my opinion, uh, chops. 
All right. Well, you go. You go thirteen above, and I'm thirteen and less. We'll you count and do it. Additional you, wager. Yeah. When you do the uh, when you do the results show with Andy, um, so obviously I, I'm not going to be doing the results show tomorrow, guys. I'm at Rev Pro. I can't wait to go to Rev Pro again. Uh, I'm going tomorrow, so I won't be on the uh, the review or results show. So. Dave, I'll leave it up to you to count. Um, yeah, I'll score the the victor of the the chops an additional point. Yes, you do that because I think it may come down to that at the moment. So we're heading in the, in the right direction with every single match at the minute. Yeah, so yeah, might but, yeah so, might uh, be decided on the chops. Might be decided on the chops, uh, and then obviously the closest one to the, the number, if we're not exact, um, wins. Um, women's triple threat next: um, Bianca, Oscar, Charlotte. The intriguing thing before this is whether EO cashes in or attempts to cash in on this. Um, I'm not, I've got about six to seven. I'm not overly, again, I'm just the build to this has been crap to be fair. It's not had the you know, it's not had the the video package that's uh Shayna and Wanda did or something like that. Yeah, it's had a lot more sort of going on in the ring, um, but it hasn't been great. Um, the, the the match will be good because the three competitors are in there, are fantastic. We'll, I suppose, we could do another additional bonus point to whether we think EO's cashing in. Yeah, yeah, we could do. Uh, I think because it's been fairly the the relationship between Charlotte and um, Bianca has been fairly, um, I don't know, professional. You know, they haven't really come to blows. They joined forces in a tag team match um, last week, I think that was. Um, yeah. So I think that's the direction they go in with them too. And I think Asuka ultimately retains because of that. Yeah. Um, and, and I'd really like Asuka to retain because she's felt like a bit of a spare wheel yeah. in this. Um, and, and she's a talent um, you know, she should be foot to a higher, higher of than that, and I think the fans do. Um, again, Mike skills and on the promos, why she struggles because you know she hasn't got, um, she's she's not English speaking, you know, and and she hasn't got yeah. the greatest grasp on the language, um, or, or at least you know she probably has, but in terms of doing a promo and having a conversation in English, it's two different things altogether. I think Asuka would really benefit from a good manager um, at the same time to do more of her talking for her. Um, at the same time, I, I do love her as she is. So I hope Asuka retains. I hope um, um, in terms of excitement level seven, because of the element of the cash-in from EO Sky, I don't think she cashes in. I think something will happen. But I think it'll be one of those where, no, no, she didn't actually cash it in. You know, yeah. they'll be fighting or they'll be scrapping in between Charlotte and Bianca. And that gets so heated that it kind of overshadows everything else that's going on. And there's no cashing. So I'm, and this is not because I want her to win. Uh, I just, just, it's just because of who she is. I think Charlotte's going to somehow walk out of the title. Uh, I, and I don't like saying that because I just, she goes away on holiday, she comes back, wins the title, leaves, goes back on holiday, comes back, wins the title. Um, that's just her cycle. Um, so that, yeah. that's the, I, I want I want Asuka, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I just think Charlotte, I just think some, they're just going to pull it back on Charlotte. Um, I don't know why. I don't really, I've got no interest in Charlotte Flair whatsoever. Um, and I'd like you, I agree. I think there's going to be a, a failed attempted cash-in, not yeah. cash-in. Uh, and I don't think we. I think when EO does cash it, and I'm not sure that she's going to get it anyway. Um, no, uh, and I think there's there's more to happen between um, EO and and Bailey first before we get to any yeah. successful or unsuccessful cashing. Um, is and this is an oversight by me. Uh, is Bailey Chopsy on SummerSlam, or is that just something that's happening in the background and we haven't got a match announced yet? Okay, exactly what it is. Unless they announce it. We don't know. That's the thing. It's a very small card for. A... Yeah, that's that's why. I really, I thought that was going. The reason on why, from what I hear, is the main events go in and out. Yeah, and and I think Rhea Ripley's struggling with injury, isn't she? And that's why yeah, she hasn't she's been no match at all. Yeah, because she hasn't been as competing as much. But I think I think she is limited by whatever injury she has. 
and because obviously at SummerSlam you'd expect Rhea Ripley to be defending the title. You'd expect but, all titles, I don't know. Yeah, but there's been absolutely no kind of build towards even a challenger for Rhea. Uh, there was oh, Raquel, Raquel but, but she's injured as well in storyline. So, so it's, uh... maybe they're just waiting for Rhea to get fully fit and then they can um, crack on with that. Yeah, I would have thought so. Um, the next one is going to be another bonus point for this one. It's Seth and Finn, and it's a do we get a priest cash in? Um, look, this is the third time now that they fought. Yeah, the match quality is always going to be brilliant because they're two guys that are fantastic in the ring. Uh, Seth's already won two. Yeah, I don't know why they're having a third now. The only reason I think that they may have a third is because Finn may be going over tonight, and it's been seven years since he won. It was at SummerSlam, it was wasn't it? At SummerSlam, it was against Seth Rollins. He got injured. He won the title. He had to relinquish it. I think I'm going to go for Seth winning tonight. Uh, Seth, uh, uh, Finn, sorry, winning tonight, the championship. Okay. I don't think Priest is going to cash in on him yet. Uh, so I don't think I, I, it's going to be a teased again. And they've been teasing it for weeks. And I, and I don't like the cash in teasers. I prefer when they just do it um, because it does take away the bit of the mystique when they do it, when they come out. Because, you know, oh, is it going to be another one of those ones where they where it don't work? Um, but I think it's Finn's time, and I think he deserves it. Um, so I'm going for the Judgment Day, literally having every title, well, titles and and uh, a briefcase. So you you no cash in or a tease? No I don't. Tease. No, no. Uh, a tease cash in, but it won't happen. And I think the tease cash in will be how Finn ends up winning the match. Yeah, that that's interesting. I like that. that. So this is the match for me that I just cannot decide on. And for that, for that, I've got to go over nine out of ten for the excitement. Mm. Uh, it's it's not you know like a WrestleMania style ten out of ten. This is what I must say. But I'm very intrigued as to how this goes because it, much as I said earlier about Cody Rhodes, I think this will kind of dictate Finn's Finn Balor's WWE career from here on in. Uh, he simply has to win this match. Uh, he lost against Edge at WrestleMania. Yep. He lost against Seth Rollins twice. Mm-hmm. I know the last one was at Money in the Bank. Um, in a in a in a three match series, it's not too often you get three nil. I mean, you do sometimes Cody Seth and Seth. Cody. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it happens. Um, yeah. And I think if it does happen, that kind of shows you what they the higher ups in WWE consider Finn Balor, whether they think that he's world championship material or not. If they don't do it here, I fear they never will. In saying that, Seth's reign hasn't been a particularly long one yet. He hasn't held the title for that great amount of time. And when you look at what's happening with some of the other titles in terms of the Universal, the Intercontinental, and even the US title at this stage, mm. you know, they're they're decent reigns. So I am really split and, and I really haven't come up with my answer yet. I'm a nine out of ten. I think again, we're gonna get Finn Balor and Damon Priest, uh, Damien Priest at some point. But the way the judgment day have been booked in recent months, they've kind of taken over Raw. And I think it would be very premature to kind of cut that short now. Yeah. So yeah, I like what you said about the teased cashing. Um, here's another one. Here's a here's another on. curveball. Seth wins, right? Yeah. Finn destroys him afterwards. Like there's a you know you know you know what happens. It happens. Finn goes absolutely crazy. So maybe Seth picks up a like a, a low blow style win, right? Finn loses his nut, absolutely goes crazy, and then calls Priest out for the cash in, and Priest cashes in and wins. Oh. Doesn't harm the judgment day. Yeah, I could see he that. Agrees. Like, if there's some kind of roll up pin and and Finn getting caught off guard yeah. and then losing it, but then I I think rather than Finn then calling Damien out, I think Damien comes out. Yeah, and perhaps Finn stops him from cashing in, which which then splinters or off. Hesitant cashing. Yeah, and then it ultimately doesn't happen, and then that splinters off into another story, and Seth gets out there with a the title. Finn feels hard done by. 
Yeah, I, I'm I'm undecided, but just to make things interesting in terms of the predictions um, and the fact that we've kind of picked the same one for the majority of the matches other than the women's title match, I'm going to go with a Seth Rollins retain retention here, um, but I'm not sure. And I am really excited for this match, 9 out of yeah. 10. Um, well, tribal combat. Now, we didn't really get an understanding of what it is. It's just a no-holds-bar match, as far as I'm aware. I mean, again, they've not... This is the thing that's been disappointing me about this whole... This this part of the... And, you know, this could be the final part of the bloodline. We might not get another bloodline thing after this. It may be that Roman gets new opponents, Lashley and you know, Bray Wyatt yeah. when he comes back and, and people like that. And you know, Just, we... to, um, just to chime in here. Um, did you hear the report that a high, what, the higher up in WWE had, had said to uh, a, a source, <laughs> a journalist that had got a source within WWE, a higher up, had said the bloodline story ends whenever the F Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman decided does. I, yeah, I was on Twitter a little minute ago. I did, I did sneak a little look at it whilst we've been talking. Yes, I had seen that. Um, but I mean, this can mean, you know, I'm not saying the bloodline's going to end, but I mean, this whole part of the bloodline be the bloodline. Yeah, this could be it after this, and it could be that Roman goes back to wrestling other people. You know, uh, the likes of Azeda, the Lashleys, the Rays, the LA Knights, whoever. Um, so I'm a bit disappointed with the whole booking of this. Uh, I don't know. What tribal combat is? I know they're wrestling for that little fucking thing that goes over his head, and and then he, whoever wins becomes tribal chief and wins the title and and, and all of this jazz. Um, look, <clears throat> in my in my in my mind, never in a million Sundays is Jay Uso winning this tonight. I don't care what people want to yarn they want to spin. There's no chance in hell who's Jay Uso's walking out of this match tonight without title, and I, I don't know how. Whether Jimmy, there's talk of Jimmy costing Jay. I can't see that unless it's accidentally. Um, I, I can't see them splitting up yet. I can see it. I know they've been, I know that when they were with Ariel Hawani interview, they said that they wanted to have a one on one at WrestleMania, Jimmy and Jay. Yeah. So could it happen? Absolutely. Um, but for me, not in a million years does Uso walk out of this with a title. I'm not that, I'm intrigued, but not overly intrigued it's going to be long that's that's something that i know this match will take its time it's like every, it's like the entrance will be long enough well yeah you're right I mean, <clears throat> excuse me um yeah roman walks out of title probably 45 minutes to an hour jimmy will probably be there but i can't see anything other than a roman win yeah i i, I... I'm probably going to fantasy booking mode in this answer. I think they've got to do something more than Roman Reigns just retains the title. I think what they did at the end of the Jay uh, solo match on SmackDown, like Jay continued the beatdown um, to try, and it wasn't like a significant one, but they could say that, you know, solo was taken out by Jay after the match, so he won't be there, or, you know, yeah. there's uncertainty over whether he's going to be there. I certainly don't think he comes out with Roman. I think Roman comes out with Paul Heyman. And I think Jay comes out on his own. Um, I think we'll be seeing the rest of the bloodline in terms of we'll be seeing Jimmy, we'll be seeing Solo at some point. Whether that's just in the aftermath and maybe there's even more members of the family, um, yes. such as Rikishi and... Afra and Sika. Yeah, I think there should, if it's... If it's tribal combat, I just, I just, I think they're more creative than just having a, a, a match which Roman kind of cheats to win or doesn't cheat because there's no rules. But yeah. you know, he, he doesn't win by a wrestling wrestling move as such. You know, there's some kind of hijinks going on for him to retain. I think something has to happen at the end of this. And do we see at the end of the night the bloodline standing strong together again? Um, it's interesting because. Jay Uso is phenomenally over and talented. And we saw that during the pandemic and the two matches I think they had previously. I think one was um, a hell in a cell, I think. But um, they, you know, so the match quality is going to be great and they're going to have a long match and, and I'm going to be content with everything that happens there. It's just the finish and the way they do it because everybody's expecting Roman to retain and everyone's expecting to Roman to not only 
stay the universal champion, but the tribal chief. But I think they have to do something to close the show um, that leaves us saying, wow, that was, oh, that we weren't expecting that, or that was great, or that was at least quite entertaining. So there is an element of intrigue around it for me. Uh, although I think the the actual winner of the bout is predictable. So I'm going for Roman Reigns and I'm going an 8 out of 10. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, they, I think they do need to do something different on this. They can't they just have Solo come out uh, and hit a spike. You know, yeah, we, we've seen all that. Jim, Jimmy turning on Jay is the go-to one. Um, but it's too obvious now, though. Yeah. yeah. It is to a degree. It's something um, that you would expect to happen, though. I think we would as long-term wrestling fans. fans. I think um, newer fans, kids perhaps, would be a little bit more naive, thinking that in the way that Solo took out Jimmy, there's no way that um, no way that he could align himself with Reigns and Solo again. But we all know that that type of thing happens in wrestling quite a lot over the years and 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 things that happen as as bad as as heinous as they might seem can can be forgotten pretty quickly um so it wouldn't it wouldn't be too surprising to us but maybe some people would be quite surprised but it's the manner in which they do it right so if yeah. if jimmy just cuts in the match then yeah that's a bit weak but if jimmy really kind of goes to town and destroys jay uh, and really puts him out or, you know, and, and we don't see Jay for a while and they build then to that match at WrestleMania. Uh, that would be quite compelling for me as well. And we've never seen it. I don't, I don't, we haven't really seen any kind of dissension between the between Jimmy and Jay a great deal. As I know when Jimmy first came back initially when the bloodline was starting out, um, but that didn't last a great amount of time. So, yeah, maybe it's now or never in terms of that. There's probably not a better way they could do it. Um, And it would be typical of Roman's reign. No pun intended. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Let's just quickly finish up with surprises. Do you foresee someone that was potentially someone? He's he's died down a bit recently, but there was quite a... Uh, big uh, hoo ha uh, last week about a certain Hollywood, yeah, star coming on. Coming on. Is, is is that still a possibility for you? We spoke about it, didn't we? Um, I think it was last week's SmackDown review. We we talked about uh, the potential of the Rock appearing, Mister Dwayne Johnson himself. Yeah, it's not beyond the realms of possibility, and, and you would think that he might be backstage at the very least, given the fact that. The Hollywood in Hollywood, the writers are on strike at the minute. Yeah. So you would think he may be there. Will he be in front of the camera? It remains to be seen. They could certainly do something very, very interesting with it, but I, I couldn't see The Rock costing Jay the match or Roman the match or anything like that. No, I couldn't see that. I think it would be more of a, a something at the end and a potential stare down or maybe an arm raise, or, or, you know, something to close the show. Could that be how unsure. the winner uh, gets, you know, the, the, the Rock presents him with the thing they put over their shoulder? and Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Um, but then that would kind of be the Rock kind of bearing down to Roman. Or does he do that and then give him a Rock bottom? I'm just thinking too much ahead. Now I'm just going crazy at this. We're fantasy booking, um, but I, th- I think the I don't think they come to blows. I think at the best it'd be a stare down. And what are we going to see at the end of SummerSlam? The Rock and Roman Reigns were face to face. Roman was, re- you know, victorious. Um, yeah. But what does this mean for his future? And is the Rock back? And is he going to challenge him for the title? So uh, yeah, I, I think it might. It depends how they do it. You know, um, could. Could Afra and Seeker or Rikishi be involved and Roman kind of turns on them? Because could Roman go after Rikishi and then that brings the rock out? You know, there's these yeah. there's these things. I, I'd certainly think they are more creative and they're capable of doing something more interesting and compelling. At, you know, that which you said to introduce the show, one of the big four, you know, one of the, you know, the party of the summer. Think we need to be talking about the show when it goes off air, and if Roman just wins in typical style and typical of his reign so far, then I think we're going to be a little bit disappointed, and it's going to be a bit anticlimactic. But we are setting ourselves up for a fall. I, I still believe that they're going to want to do something because of all in at the way at the end of the month. 
I still think they're going to want to hit something out of the park to say, follow that, fuckers. Swear to <laughs> you. know what I mean? I, yeah, I don't, yeah. I, I'm always at that belief. I know Andy doesn't believe it. I know he doesn't think WWE cares what AEW does. I think yeah. because of where they're going and because of the tickets sold, WWE are going to want to put on something tonight to sort of oh. say, follow that, boys. I really hope so because because that competitiveness brings out the best in every company. It we, does. We talk about it, and, and WWE are never going to come out on record and say we're worried about AEW or yeah. you know because they're doing this, we've decided to do this. But we've seen we've seen stuff happen, even going back to the Wednesday Night Wars, you know, of them doing things that had yes. to be a reaction to what the other company were doing. So I just want them to put on the best show possible, um, put on the best matches entertain us and and leave leave us at the end wanting more wanting us not only wanting to tune into to raw on monday but and smackdown on friday and i don't think it's great much to ask given the talent there given the the brains they yeah. have behind this story so yeah i i really do hope that you know we kind of review i'm reviewing this show tomorrow with andy and I'm just so I'm blown away. Not only after watching Collision tomorrow morning, but watching SummerSlam as well. That I'm I'm excited about both shows, both companies. There you go. And Dave's kind of n- nicely followed on because what I was going to say was tomorrow we'll be back with not only the SummerSlam review, but the review of uh, Saturday Night Collision with our good pal Gary Joe from the Honor of the Elite uh, Facebook page is joining you. I believe um, you're going to be. Fronting that ship tomorrow for us, Dave. I believe so. Yeah, I'm not sure if Parker's going to be joining us. He's been a bit mysterious. It might, we might have a Parker return as well as somebody else at SummerSlam. Um, but at the minute, yeah, myself and, and Gary Joe will be talking collision, and then I'll be joining Andy and uh, reviewing SummerSlam tomorrow uh, afternoon. Like I said, I'll be at Revolution Pro Wrestling tomorrow, having a whale of a time with an out another outstanding card of British wrestling talent. I can't wait to go and see those guys. But guys, listen, this has been the Here in the Turnbuckle podcast with a, smack, with a brief overview of SmackDown and more importantly, the SummerSlam prediction show. He has been Dave Robinson. I have been your host, Adam Cousins. And until tomorrow, when these guys do it all again, please buckle down and stay safe and good night. Hey everybody, thank you for checking out the Hit in the Turnbuckle podcast. Make sure you go and check us out on all social media. Twitter, you can find us at HTTBuckle. Facebook, just search the Hit in the Turnbuckle podcast.